When you're on a roll, you're on a roll. You yeah, know what I mean? You were also on a roll. That was. I a, mean, I was I was on a, a couple of potato rolls. Yeah, yeah but, you, you know, I mean, you're I sitting say, on them. You're sitting on them right now. Yeah, I, you know, I got one of those uh, Hawaiian rolls, the 12 pack, just sat on them. Just sat on it. I was, yeah, literally on a roll. People loved it. I uh, MK, some, MK, what the hell is this? <laughs> this is Roommates for Life, America's premier podcast for adult, poor, sads, content brands. I don't know. It's kick uh, Snapchat, TikTok. Yeah, I like we really got to get more. We got to get more into the branding because you branding. change what the podcast is every single time. Every single time, and yeah. I live for that. Is part of the brand is that it's constantly evolving. Yeah, it's you know it's it's fluid. It's like gender nowadays. Yeah, you know right. I mean? It's like the kids these days. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, shout out to this pandemic for really just like. You know, cultural appropriation, gender, you know, we don't, n- nobody cares anymore. You know what? The world's ending. Yeah. The uh, thing of the past and. Yeah. Come on. Come on, pal. You know, uh, I'm pansexual, right? I like to have sex with the Greek god Pan. All right. I, I did hear that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like a man with horns and the torso of a, of a. It girl. actually, right. it took you a long time to make a pun joke. So that's the new. That's a new record for this I did, podcast. I, did I not make it in the first minute? I think I didn't make it in the first minute. So no, no, no. So, uh, so uh, I drank till about 4 a.m. last night. Nice. So I'm a, yeah, I pulled, I pulled an MK. You did it? How many beers yeah. did you – how much did you drink? Oh, my I wanna, God. I want I I I a full inventory. So here's the thing. On Friday night, I had uh, like four or five White Claws – and three beers, and I was not drunk at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Woke up yesterday feeling great. Last night, I probably had less to drink, mm-hmm. but I had no white claws, and I was shit faced oh. watching 90 Day Fiance. Oh. And I, I mean, I got to be honest, it's probably one of my favorite things to do right now. Get your uh, face to watch 90 Day Fiance. Oh, dude. I, let me tell you something. This, these people. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime somebody opens with these people. Yeah. You know it's going to be rich. Yeah, it's going to be good. I mean, here's They're the thing. Not at all racist. Not at all racist. Oh, come on. <laughs> me? <laughs> Listen, I got a TV show coming out. I cannot get canceled yeah. right now. Okay. You can't. No, I get it. All the stuff I'm going to say is going to be off camera. So (laughs) even though this is actually an audio recording, uh, Uh, but uh, you know, we can't talk about how famous and rich I am. We got a really great guest. We do. He's amazing. And because we're recording this in gallery view, you've just seen him sitting there the whole time. You've seen him the whole goddamn time on a clip. You've just seen him there. Yeah, he's, uh, he's amazing. He's America's premier COVID nineteen comedian. Yes, Make some noise for the incredible Ahmed Weinberg. <laughs> Get him! Oh my god! Yeah, this kind of ruins the facade of like the intro where you're like, is that third guy even there, just sitting there? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, are these <laughs> are these guys just gonna talk over each other while this what guy if just did thirty minutes? <laughs> are they just ignoring this man, dude? That would be a great podcast if you had a guest every and every time you'd never let them talk. Yeah, you just don't even acknowledge that they're there. You just let them sit there and just, you kind of like make, you like in post, you like make weird like fart sounds whenever they start to talk. 
I mean, we're not going to have to do it in post if we're being honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just all put. So, Ahmed, good to see you. Good to see you, too. I miss uh, you guys. How have you been holding up? Oh, well, I'm, I'm good. I've been better this past week. I've been, uh, I've been out. I'm, I'm back. I'm doing stand-up again. Nice. Oh, sweet. Going, doing the clubs? Yeah, like you can rent out like a theater right now for like 20 bucks. Oh, sweet. Where, what are you doing, Lyric or what, where are you at? No, bigger. Oh, okay. What are <laughs> you talking, talking about? The Staples Center. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Wow. Nice. The wow. I, I played last night at the Forum for two hours. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I just didn't... For, you just, live stream it or? No, no. There was no. nobody there. It wasn't recorded. It was more cathartic than anything. I just, I just want to die. If I die, I want to say I played the forum. Nice. Makes sense. I do like that before that you just said that you want to die. And I was like, hey, Sunday fun day. <laughs> yeah, let's bring the comic who had COVID and let's see if he wants to die still. <laughs> so are you fully recovered are you like good now any lingering symptoms tell us about i want to hear all about it i'm sure you've talked about this but the fever was the worst part it was like 103 fever at wow. one moment. so that that's like you know very dangerous so that's when i when i emailed my doctor and told him that it was that high he was like all right let's scan your lungs and and like there was no covid test at that point like there wasn't even the option i think unless you're like tom hanks or something yeah. Like I, I like couldn't get a test and they didn't have them. And it was just like, well, it looks like you have pneumonia. And that was it. Fuck. So what was even like the treatment for you? I mean, what did they, um, I mean, when I was, when I had a fever, it was like Tylenol and, uh, stuff like, like Flonase and, and, uh, they gave me a, um, what's it called? Uh, that pump. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, some stuff for my cough, some like, some like high intensity cough drops. Like I got medicine that was just basically for like a bad fever. And then, uh, yeah. And then once I found out I had pneumonia, then they gave me antibiotics and those worked, which is, which was the craziest part because usually if antibiotics work for your, for pneumonia, that means it's bacterial pneumonia, which is true. But that, they thought that because I had bacterial pneumonia, that that means for sure that I didn't have COVID. Like when the doctor uh, went in for a checkup after I, the, back, the antibiotics worked and yeah. then I went in for a checkup and the doctor like listened to my lungs and then he made this whole, he like took off his mask like in the office, like after examining me and he was like, I'm not even worried about you. Like he, he like made a whole kind of stink about it. That was Jeez. like, yeah. And he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, no no, I was going to ask. Get, did he get sick or was he fine? I don't know. I don't. I haven't. He wasn't my main doctor. He was just someone who was there that or available that day. So I, yeah. I he's probably dead. I, I would imagine he's dead. I mean, I would imagine too. Uh, I imagine yeah, so we, we should actually was is probably dead at this point. I mean, I think yeah. I mean, you know, if he was that dismissive <laughs> towards you. He deserved it. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> he is dead, but I actually ran over him with my car. It was yeah. not, not related to COVID. Yeah. It had yeah. nothing to do with that. 
You know, what's, what's interesting is uh, today, this is Sunday, uh, I should be flying back from South Carolina so that we could do our weekly show that we were going to start. <laughs> oh, was that today? Yeah, well, it's going to be on Sundays. This I don't think this would be the first one. I mean, I think we we're going to start it in March, but I keep getting notifications because I never took any of the shows off of my calendar. So yeah. I keep getting notifications for all these shows. And uh, we were going to start a good one. It was going to com- directly compete with Golden Hour. We we're going to mm-hmm. run them out of town. Nice. Run us out. <laughs> See you now. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was called... Uh, Golden Hour Sucks. That was the name of our show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was called, uh, you know, uh, we have free hot dogs, too, that are better. <laughs> yeah. You're cooking them inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just no ventilation. Just, yeah. <laughs> woo, grills get hot, girl. Hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to be at Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. sad. But they moved it to this to September if it's still gonna happen. So hopefully. Yeah, I mean it's kinda like uh when I was talking to some people on Thursday, uh, you know, like some comedy clubs are already gonna reopen in like two weeks. Really? Like in the South, yeah, like Zany's uh is supposedly opening uh back up the, the second week of May. Um, crazy because I would totally go and play those clubs. Oh, and I told him I was like, <laughs> "Who books that?" <laughs> Put in a good word. <clears throat> but yeah, it's tr- I mean, of course, of course. I mean, I I would too. I think you know most most comedians that it, you know lost like all of our income. You know, I think it's uh, you know it's not a no brainer, but it it wouldn't take you know. <laughs> that long to be like sure uh but i mean how are you holding up overall i mean with all this going down you don't you don't have roommates correct no i live alone which was kind of i was i was super jealous of everyone that had roommates when i was uh like i was sick and then the week after that i was quarantined the week after that i was quarantined and then when i found out i had covid i had to quarantine another two weeks and then I got an antibodies test and they were like, you're still potentially contagious. You have to quarantine another week. Like it was just literally so much alone time. And I just, I was so jealous of everyone who had a roommate, even though people were just like complaining about their roommates. Yeah. I just was, I missed any sort of human interaction. Like the first interaction that I had after being sick was like someone dropping off groceries and like, I just talked to them in my hallway for like 10 minutes and it felt like I was just like high. I, I felt so crazy just having a human interaction, you know, yeah. like right in front of my face. It was crazy. But yeah, I'm, I'm feeling much better. I'm at this point, like I've kind of, uh, I've gone beyond all the CDC's like recommendations for, you know, how long you should, you should quarantine after, you know, having the virus and like basically by almost all accounts, I should be, you know, immune to some degree and also not contagious. And I don't feel sick at all. Like I, it really sucked for a while. Cause I, 
like had the thing and was miserable. But now I feel like I'm, you know, I've already gone through this and everyone, everyone's scared of going through it and everyone's like freaked out and I'm already on the other side of it, basically. I mean, hopefully I could get sick again, but, um, did you have any crazy fever dreams? Dreams? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. It was you, <laughs> you, and then my, you crashed your car into my doctor. <laughs> Who died? No, that was that was in real life, Ahmed. <laughs> oh right, that was actually a that was actually a Facebook Live that you. Did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did get it did get several uh, views. Yeah, so they got three feel, views. So that's you know pretty yeah, good for feel, Facebook Live. You feel good about that. You know what's really funny? My friend tried to go live on YouTube, and there's like a waiting period where, like, I think you 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 can't just go live immediately. Like it's kind of like buying a gun where you like have to wait a week so that yeah. you can like so you can think it through of like why you want to go live. Instead yeah. Of like, <laughs> instead of just like hopping on there and being like, fuck you, Charlene, like you ruined my life, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you gotta wait and think about it. <laughs> Going live on YouTube is the same as buying a handgun. You heard it here first, folks. Arguably, probably more restrictions on going live on YouTube than... Yeah. I mean, I think they should have those same restrictions on Instagram because... (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I'll tell you, I'd have never done it. uh, Yeah, Simon, you've gone... I've hopped on your your live. Yeah, you you hopped on live and then immediately called me gay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if the shoe fits. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's an extra wide shoe. Yeah. If the high heel fits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if the broken heel fits. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I, di- I did it uh, a few times and it was fun. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's literally, it's like, I'm like, why don't I just get on a, on a call and just hang out with my friends? You know, because it was really only people I knew being like, hey, what's up, Simon? I'm like, oh, shit. I miss you. Yeah. yeah. My dad hopped on there. It's no big deal. Aww. No, he's that, not on. That's how you want to interact with your dad, though, just in, in a way where he can't talk. Yeah, but he can type mean things. <laughs> yeah, but it hurts less. <laughs> uh, Ahmed, I want to ask, so when you were before, like when you were coming down with it, like very initially, I don't want to make, I'm not asking to make you feel guilty, but I'm curious, are you like around comics or open mics or anything? Like, well, the week before I got sick and I had no symptoms, I was, uh, I was taking public transportation, which is probably where I got it because my car was in the shop. Um, yeah, I did a show on the Friday of, on like the 6th. The, the 7th, I was like doing a bunch. I went to a party. I went to a wedding party. I had dinner with friends. I went to a brunch. It was one of the most social days of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> you couldn't have written it like it was hack it was like there nobody does this nobody <laughs> yeah you had a you had a weekend that could have been made into a movie yeah oh a hundred percent and then i woke up the next day and i was like oh I, i'm hung over you know that's how i felt mm. yeah so then i'm like i should go to the gym <laughs> 
<laughs> I called my friend Dan Donahue and I was like, let's go to the gym. We just like worked out. I mean, I was just like, you know, spitting all over. I was jacking off all over the, the equipment. <laughs> and um, I licked a bunch of people that were there. And then I, Perfect. I but then I got home from the gym and I was like, damn, I'm I like, I was like, this is not a hangover. I need to like sleep. Wow. And then I woke up and then the next day I was like, oh, I have a fever. You know, that's when it kind of fuck started. Yeah. Did Dan, Dan never got sick. Did Dan get sick? No. And he tested for antibodies and didn't have them. But huh. you know, the thing is, I, I don't know these antibody tests that, that I've taken. I've taken four of them now. And uh, they're all from China. I've read all these articles that these are just not like the F, the FDA approved them in some very like, like rapid approval way, but I, I don't think the, t- the proper testing has been done. And, and my friend who I got tested with, it, his came back negative for antibodies. So he was like, oh, I'm, he was like, I had COVID. Like he, he told them, he's like, this doesn't make any sense that I don't have antibodies because I had it. Yeah. They were like, well, maybe your body didn't produce the antibodies. And he's like, no, can I like, give me another test, please? Yeah. And they tested him again, and it, and it came back positive for antibodies. So I was witness to a false test. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I, I'm very aware that these are not super accurate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have all four of them come back positive for you? No, one came back negative, actually. So oh, crazy. It's yeah. just, it boggles my mind. Like when this was going around, I was like, there's no way, like, if it's as viral as everybody says it is, like how is every comedian not going to get this? Like, yeah, I, I was in San Diego the weekend before doing shows when like LA was shutting down. And I've talked about this on the cast before, not to be leaguer it, but like San Diego, the gas lamp was having a St. Patrick's day party. Like it was, I was around thousands of people. Like I, I don't know. I'm just like, it boggles my mind that like, I, I know you there. were, you were in San Diego and Caleb was in Florida mm-hmm. and I had the weekend before I was in fucking Seattle. And I uh, had also flown through Seattle, like as the yeah. outbreak was happening. I mean, I, so like the first, and it's so crazy. Cause yeah, I was like at, um, uh, last comedy club that weekend mm-hmm. in Seattle and it was right when the when the nursing home like exploded but it was just it, everyone was still you know kind of like oh this is real and then yeah. and then you and Caleb were both gone <laughs> yeah. and I was and like you're posting story <laughs> yeah you're posting stories of like with you know people <laughs> at, at the at uh, American Comedy Company I was like this motherfucker is gonna kill yeah. me Meanwhile, right. LA is completely on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, neither of you seem to have gotten I never it, got so. sick, but you know, I kind of wonder, I mean, I don't like, I don't know. I don't want to be that guy that's like, maybe I had it, but <clears throat> there was, I had, I got these really bad headaches in like early February and I was like, and then kind of had like some sore throat and sinusy stuff. And I was like, maybe that was related to it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't Did know. Did you have headaches, Ahmed? Yeah, that's how it started. That's why I thought it was just like a hangover. Like crazy, like migraine type headaches? or mm, It was mm. a pretty intense headache. It was like, whoa, this hangover feels like just more like, I don't know, confusing or like blurry or something. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, about that's your, 
Did you ever lose your sense of taste or smell? Was that gone? I don't know. I don't even, I don't even remember, but I don't remember that specifically happening. So probably well, not. Weird because now that was like over a month ago, right? Oh yeah. The, it was, you know, I got sick on the eighth. So. Oh wow. Yeah. So like a month and a half ago. Yeah, exactly. So now that you're like past it, uh, what do you, I mean, what are you kind of doing? Because you don't have roommates, which, which is, you know, fortunate, you know, for you and for them. But like at now, what are you kind of doing to just, uh, you know, keep yourself sane and happy and, you know, in shape, which is really important to me. <laughs> I want to second that. I think it's important. Listen, fitness is the most important thing in my world. So. Well, I was uh, probably even when I was still contagious, but I, I do blame this on the doctors for telling me I'm good to do whatever. They were even telling me I could socialize, and I didn't do that. But I was hiking um, a lot in Griffith Park before it closed. Yeah, And was, once Griffith Park closed, I continued hiking in it because, you know, they're not going to. So there wasn't, there's not people that were just like waiting outside, stopping people from coming in. There's just a million ways to get into the park. And I just like knew about some different ones that weren't like taped off or whatever, where if anyone caught me, I could just be like, Oh yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, Wow. I'm literally incriminating myself. (laughs) That's fine. I mean, we don't edit anything out, so. We don't edit. Not because we don't want to, but because I don't know how. Yeah. (laughs) It's really, MK's just doesn't uh, get it. People were like, this would be a great time to take a podcast editing class. And I said, not going to do it. Don't want the responsibility. No. I'll take sketch. I am taking sketch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, so hiking, that's just been like a great, that's been a great way to like just go out and do something. Yeah. get a, become exhausted and then just come home and feel like I spent my day doing something productive. So that's been really nice. And like, just, you know, talking to people like socializing over your phone though, has become this weird, like it, it kind of like it satisfies a certain aspect of socializing, but then at a certain point it doesn't quite get there. Like it's not, it doesn't fulfill your actual need. So it can become like exhausting to be like FaceTiming people. And and it's like, Oh, this kind of works. And then after a while you're like, fuck, this sucks. And then you hang up and you feel even worse. You're like, Oh my God, I'm so alone. Like that, that FaceTiming kind of felt bad, but now this feels like worse somehow to be alone. Yeah. Have you ever been on like group zooms that you like, don't, you don't know everybody. So there's this weird, like social, it's like, um, I feel like I can't really be myself because one, if I talk, I'm just monopolizing everything in this conversation. And two, like, I don't know these people. Yeah. It's like a very strange dynamic. I have. Yeah. There's this app called, called house party. And I actually made like a couple friends over the course of the quarantine. Just people that I would just like hop into a thing where my friends were talking and meet someone and then, yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy, but yeah, it's weird. It's a weird glimpse of the future, where that's not going to be uncommon at all. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think a what lot do you mean? more. I just mean like we're going to be meeting people online in much more organic ways. Like 
dating apps are kind of like a one section of it where that's like, that's what that is. But then I, I do think the way you meet someone at a party or the way you meet someone in real life will become more and more common online. Wow. Well, I fucking hope not. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if like dating apps would go to like doing a, like a conf- like a video call before you meet just to like say hi. They should. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, for sure. You don't want to like waste your time. Yeah. <laughs> you no. Know? That's like so many dates are like you just show up and you're like, oh, I'm about to waste my time. That's how yeah. it feels. Yeah, but after this is over, wouldn't you just love to waste some time with someone in real life? Yes. I wonder how long it would last before you, like, if you get, like, a, an office with a really nice view, you know, it's like, how long until you stop caring that that nice view is there? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how it's going to be once we're back. We're get, Like, for a while, we're going to be like, oh, my God, life is incredible. And then after a while, I'll be like, yeah, okay, what else is there? Like, what's going on? Fuck this. Yeah. Again, I really hope not. Uh, <laughs> your, views, your views are very bleak, and that's why I like it. Uh, <laughs> that's why we had to get him on the cast today. Yeah, we got to get this bleak, monotone yeah. motherfucker on the cast. He's one of my best friends. Uh, again, also, it was great FaceTiming with you the other day. <laughs> This feels terrible. Dude, um, yeah, yeah, I actually want to bring that up, Simon, because yeah. I, felt, I felt like perhaps I hurt your feelings or there was some sort of, like, we were talking more, and especially before quarantine, like, we were hanging out a lot. And yeah. then I've, I've kind of backed away from, like, a lot of socialization um, at, at periods during this whole thing, and it's nothing personal. I want you to know that. I, like... I thought you you were maybe upset that I kind of like wasn't texting you back or stuff like that. And it's just like, sometimes I'm just like kind of fucked up by the whole situation. It's nothing. Well, I think everyone reacts to it in different ways, you know? And I think, you know, some people, uh, you know, overreach for like social interaction. And for me, uh, yeah, I did feel like that. But also at the same time, like, I, I have, I'm, I'm quarantined with three people right now. Right. Um, you know, but it's, it's my girlfriend and then her parents. And so, you know, one of the things that I do is like, you know, I reach out to people and then I'm like, well, wait a minute, all these people that were such my, you know, great friends before this, none of them are reaching out to me, you know? So then it's, and then because you're quarantined, then you go, you start going through this whole thing of just like, well, were we even like, and this isn't just about you. And really it's not, it's very little about you, but it's more like, well, then, then we're, I mean, what were we just like, was it more a friendship of convenience? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like how me and MK are roommates. And if we weren't, I would never talk to him. I don't you know can't what I mean? wait to kick this guy to the kitchen. <laughs> We've like we've talked every day, but because we're doing this podcast, so I feel like so connected to you. And I'm like, I don't. Oh, I know, Simon. I mean, we're closer than ever, and in a lot of ways, like this podcast has been great uh, to just kind of get friends on, and it's almost it's almost as much of a a check in 
with them is like anything else. I mean, who cares that our numbers are through the roof right now? <laughs> We're blown up. People are talking. Yeah. I mean, who cares about that? Uh, but I, I mean, I don't know if, if you feel the same way about this or if, or if you're like, uh, you know, maybe if, if it makes you less social, if that's what you're saying. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is, at least in the beginning, I needed it. Like I need, I was on my phone, like it was like 10 hours a day or something. Like, yeah, it was insane. And I was just like, what were were you doing on your phone? I mean, are you talking like social media, texting, everything? Yeah. Social media, texting, like going, you know, on, on house party, just like doing just constantly, you know, trying to escape my, my reality. Um, and then sometimes I think you get your brain just automatically starts feeling like, oh, this feels bad to like be on my phone that much. So then I would I would like take breaks, you know, and just like not try to not be on my phone or at least like if I was on my phone, it was for just sometimes socializing or just sometimes social media uh, stuff or just music or just this like. But then like someone would call me and I'd be like, oh, I, I'm not ready for that right now. I'm like using my phone for something else right now. So I had to like, I don't know. It, it all just, it all just got weird. And, you know, I was also depressed. Like I didn't want to just talk to people sometimes because of that. Yeah. There you is know? something to me. I feel like there's something, it's like we're all in this very weird there have been times when people have wanted to call or talk or text or like, and I'm just like, I don't know how to like, there's no good way to say this right now because we clearly all have the time, but I'm just like, I just don't really want to talk. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be on a zoom call with people. I don't know. Like, I don't want to be, I don't, you know, you can over socialize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, but I mean, at the same time, like if you could see those people in real life, then that would be like another thing, you know? Oh, so much. And, and so me and, and me and Lindsay, you know, she was doing this. We kind of, we kind of like got into an argument yesterday because I, you know, I really wasn't in the mood to do this like happy hour drinks with her friends. And it was kind of like, like, like what, what else would I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we've only been, so we've only been interacting with each other, you know, for these last like six or seven weeks now, why would I not want to interact with, you know, other people that I like, you know, cause I mm-hmm. like all their friends, you know? So it was kind of this weird thing of like, where I was like, yeah, why, why don't I want to? And then, you know, I, I snapped out of it and, you know, we, and, you know, I ended up getting hammered last night. Because of it, but <laughs> you snapped out of it and you turned into the social Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I want to drink. The I mean, social, social butterfly life, but, came from his cocoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing I realized, too, is that, like, you know, I, I was pretty much only a social drinker. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not really one of those people that can just, like, be by themselves, not doing anything and drink. I mean... I mean, weed, you know, that's another story, but, uh, um, sorry, it's a mosquito in here. Uh, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you, you throw the laptop against the yeah. wall. <laughs> You're like doing the weed thing and you accidentally grab the mosquito. Yeah. So I can take a puff it, off the, <laughs> that's, that's COVID blood right there, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but before, you know, uh, 
she was doing like this Zoom dance party uh, with all of her friends and it was like fun. But then after the last one, she was like, she was like, yeah, it actually just kind of made me sad because it made me want to go out. Yeah. So I think, you know, these, you know, these kinds of things, you know, zooming and seeing, you know, people is nice, but then it, you know, eventually it just kind of reminds you even more than before that you just like miss seeing people in real life, you know? I mean, I will say I've loved my sketch writing class because it's like, it's meeting with people, but there's still a goal. Like there's right. still like a thing we're yeah. working on. And I like, I, I think that's been the hardest for me is like, I can I'm kind of a workhorse. I like to do a lot of stuff and I like to be busy and yeah. like, I'm just, I feel like I'm shuffling the papers around my room, just like a crazy person. <laughs> but guys, we got to get to our final segment. We've been, oh, we've been dabbing. Ow. This has flown by. Ooh. This has flown by. Okay. I feel like this whole episode was a big confrontation corner, but we got to get to the segment. And that is, uh, I already said the name, but we'll sing it right now. Confrontation. <laughs> It's a confrontation. It's a confrontation. I'm pissed. MK, what do you got? (laughs) I want to. I would like to confront Ahmed's doctor uh, for (laughs) uh, telling me I didn't look handsome, so I ran him over. Now I, you know, I don't know that I have a good one for this week. For this day, we're doing these every day. Uh huh. And I think I'm just going to simply call out, you know, our faucet's been a topic of conversation over and over again, and I finally fixed it, but it flooded the kitchen a while back. And so I just had to turn off the hot, the cold water. Uh It didn't really bother me, but now that it's been so hot out, all we have is like scorching hot water out of our kitchen sink. And it's just, it's slowly killing me. And that's my COVID nineteen. I'm gonna wow. say it. Wow. Can it, can you ever forgive it? I think I can't. I think I I have to forgive my I have to be mad at myself for not fixing it. Yeah. That's right. more the problem. Yeah. Wow. What a what a great confrontation that you really <laughs> put a lot of effort into. Um mine is no, I want to change my confrontation. Okay. Yeah, change it. you out. <laughs> <laughs> your passive aggressive confrontation of my confrontation. Wow. Can you I'm ever not forgive me? I can. Okay. You're forgiven. Sage it. Okay. Here's my confrontation. So, uh, one of my big things, my goals for this quarantine was that I wanted to learn how to read. And <laughs> I have done that. And I, I, uh, I got a Kindle. And so I started oh. reading quite a, quite a few books, one of them. And, uh, I mean, here's, here, if you want to get some mind blown shit right now, uh, Jurassic Park, Simon, you've already confronted Jurassic Park. No, 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 no. I, this is different. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is different. This is different. All right. <laughs> I am confronting. So Jurassic Park, it was a book first. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, so yeah. The book is better. Is that what you're about to say? This is just so no, no. I've already said that. I've already Simon's said that. <laughs> confronting different facets of the no, one no. book he's written. because I'm still reading it. Okay, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. The book is different. It's the one of the most violent 
gory books I've ever read in my life. But that's, and the only book I've ever read in my life. But what I want to confront is the movie industry as a whole, okay? Why are we changing so much shit? Why do, why do we have to change so much shit in the books, okay? So this was literally your confrontation from like two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I'm still reading the book, okay? I haven't finished the book yet. You forgot your last confrontation. No, I didn't forget. This is it's Simon's ongoing saga thing. confronting a book. It's a whole saga, okay? Because... It's like a 400-page book, all right? <laughs> it's going to take me a while, all right? What page are you on? <laughs> uh, it doesn't give you page numbers oh, on, on Kindle. The Kindle. So I am 35% uh, through the book. Oh, that's pretty that's, good. It doesn't give you numbers on Kindle? Uh, no, it just gives you percentage. And let me tell you something. It's way easier to read that way. Uh, so that's what I'm, I'm actually going to confront paperback books <laughs> for not giving you a percentage of how much you still have to can go. We just have, can it just be an ongoing thing that you confront books every yeah. week? <laughs> yes. This is a whole new fit world for me. I'm Jurassic starting Park? to read. I'm starting to, you know, it's the picture sounds is what I call books. <laughs> Uh, so I saged it. I forgive it. I've moved on until next episode when I do confront again. Uh, okay, Ahmed, what do you got? Uh, oh, I'm going to confront my landlord, my building manager. Not my yeah. landlord. I don't know my landlord. But this guy... I, when I was sick, when I had COVID, but I didn't know I had COVID, but I was sick. Yeah. There was construction happening in the apartment right above me. That was like super loud. I could not be in my apartment because they were like hammering the floorboards directly above me. So I, it was like, it was like being in Jurassic Park. It was, yeah. it was intense. The book, not the movie. Yeah. You don't know that. Have you read the book? Okay. <laughs> no, but I feel like I have just by... Hey, and keep talking to me. You keep. To, I'll. I'll keep telling you about the book. Is the does the book have the part where Newman is on the toilet and he gets eaten? No, that's not Newman. That was the lawyer. Oh, no, it's not Newman. It's. Um, it, no. it was the his last. The it's uh, Gennaro is the lawyer's last name. And here's another thing: why the book's different in the movie. That guy's like a skinny little twerp coward. In the book, Gennaro, he's a lawyer, but he's this, like, they literally describe him as, like, a very bulky, buff man, like a gruff guy. Mm -hmm. Also, Dr. Grant and Dr. Uh, Statler, in the book, they're not even together. Oh, they had to put a love story in there to make it more compelling. And the the ages of the two kids are flipped. I have a new gripe now. Okay, yeah, what's your gripe? You won't let me talk about my gripe. Jurassic <laughs> part the book. It's not fair. I don't, I don't know how to read. Simon's going off on his rants about books again. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, like a grown man who's like, 
And let me tell you something about uh, Goosebumps. <laughs> it's too scary. This guy, RL, I mean, sure, the covers are scary, but when you get in there, there's nothing of substance. <laughs> not that scary. I, well, now I'm going to confront you because those books scared the shit out of me. So, And I didn't start reading them until quarantine. So, <laughs> On your Kindle. I wasn't allowed to read those books when my mom was so like strict about me being exposed to like negative, like scary stuff that I would, we would go to the library and I would be like, I, I would just stare at the goosebumps. There was like a whole mm. thing of them and just like <laughs> look at the covers and be like, that book must be so scary. And part of it just, I wasn't able, I wasn't allowed to read it. <laughs> have you read, have you read any of them now? No, I outgrew it before I, <laughs> I mean, obviously some people never outgrow it, but but I, I must have. I don't know. Maybe I'll hop in to the goosebumps. Hop in. Hop in. <laughs> so, uh, do you forgive? I don't forgive you. <laughs> Come on! I'm the baby. I got this great story about my landlord. It's 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 really captivating, but I'm never going to tell it now. No, we got to hear it. Okay, fine. Okay. Um, okay. So the construction's happening. I'm sick. I got a fever. It's COVID. I didn't even know that. Meanwhile, there's this construction happening above me. I text him and I say, hey, I'm quarantined right now. So can you please halt? Can this construction's really bad for me? This is, he, he stopped, the construction stopped for that week. And, and that was very nice of him. But then the next week, I'm still sick. I still don't know I have COVID. And the construction starts. And I'm like, hey, just... I'm still quarantined, just so you know. Yeah. This is really tough. I can't really handle this. And then he goes, well, you said you were quarantined last week, but we saw you entering and exiting the building several times. So you, uh, you're obviously not quarantined. Like, like, I don't know why you're using language like that if you're not quarantined. Like, that's like very like drastic language, et cetera. And I was like, I texted him back and I was like, I went to the doctor's office. I went to Rite Aid to pick up my drugs. And that's pretty much it. Maybe went on a walk or something. But Jesus. Yeah. So then he's like, well, we, we have to continue construction. So that's just like what's happening. And I sent the, I said, then I sent the building an email that was like, I don't know if I have COVID, but if I do, you're basically forcing me to leave my apartment because I can't be here during this. And meanwhile, at this time there, they have this policy on the front door of my building. That's like no visitor policy because of coronavirus. And I'm like, you guys are obviously like trying to take this seriously, but then you're fucking with me, making me leave. And also like these construction workers are, are not our visitors. Like technically like they're, they're like from the world. They're not, they don't live here. And they never responded to me. And um, yeah, so I basically potentially, you know, spread COVID because of this asshole. I mean, it's basically, it's not him probably. It's not the manager. It was the company pressuring him to be like, we have to finish renovating this unit so someone can move in. And uh, they probably put a lot of pressure on him. So I, I, I understand that. But then, man. There's even more to it, dude. I could go down rabbit holes. Fuck. So are you are you uh, are you uh, not paying rent right now? 
that's the other thing. I, I didn't pay rent. I had the money to, but I decided to like not do it and see what happened. And uh, they, they, they followed up and sent me an email and the email was like, um, we noticed you haven't paid rent just so you know, rent was due on the first. Uh, like we hope you're safe and well, here's some ways that you can pay rent. And it was like, how, how to file for unemployment, like how to apply for uh, a grant or, or like, and then one of the, one of the things was like, ask your family for money, ask your friends for money. It was like all this stuff. What? Yeah. Like, like what? And then was it, that for April or was that for, that was for April? Yeah. And then it says, if you need to like defer payment or pay on a schedule, you have to send us your bank account statements that show that you don't have the money proof that this COVID proof that COVID like terminated your business or somehow. Yeah. And, and so none I'm, of that's true. None of that's true, but I didn't know that I'm looking at this and I'm like, well, that's crazy that they need all that. I get a random text from some, you know, you get like political texts sometimes that are just like for Bernie or, or like yeah. this one was from a congressman in LA. It was from his office and it was like, here's some information about the rent moratorium. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, can I call you? And I spoke to some guy at this office and I was like, here's what my landlord's saying I need to do to delay my payments. And he was like, that's not true at all. So then I got in this weird legal dispute with my building manager that I was like, it says this, but that's not true. And he was like, actually in our lease, it says we can ask for that. And then I, I, talked to this poor guy at the Congress office again. And, uh, and he was like, no, send him this document. And I sent him a document and I was like, look at one a, like this says that you're wrong. And that's and crazy. He, and then he never responded. So like I won my first legal dispute. Yeah. <laughs> but is of- it just like for deferment or is it for non, like you'll have to pay it eventually or is it? Yes. Like- Everyone is under the same rule, which in LA County, which you know, I, I think West Hollywood is not LA County. Glendale is not like, there's some strange, you know, things, but you don't have to pay anything until 31 days after the uh, disaster is declared over. Mm. And at that point you may have to show those records, but like you don't have to show anything now and you don't yeah. have to pay your rent. Like you just don't, you will yeah. eventually owe it, but. We've yeah. debated, we've been debating if we should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just think like, I mean, in my, it's like, just because we have the money now, it doesn't mean that we know what's going to happen in the next six months when that money will be gone. And then like, who knows, you know, my fear is if I pay it, then at the end of all of this, there's going to be a million landlords that are not going to get the rent that's owed to them. And at that point, maybe the government will bail them out. And, and, and if the government's bailing out all these landlords, then I might be like, well, why the fuck did I pay my rent if the government would have bailed me out at the end of this, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sounds kind of sleazy, but I do think that it's like... Well, I'm sleazy for them to get bailed out in the first place, you know? Or it's like sleazy for, for them to just, you know, just straight up be like, let's have a, a, a rent freeze right now. You know, uh, I mean, I think landlords are the sleaziest fucks in the whole world, I think, you know, and, and of course they, something like that would happen too. Well, yeah. Where they would get, where they'd get bailed out. Yeah. I do think that the government should be, you know, helping pay rent for everyone. 
that's shit. Yeah. But see, that, that's, I guess what I felt was like, that's what the stimulus check was for. And like, if that's, our rent isn't that crazy expensive. And so like, I can still budget, get by for a month. And I was texting with my friend who's like, works on the Hill. And I was like, are they planning to do another stimulus thing? And it's like, more than likely, yes. Mm. So I'm like, I'm a part of me feels like there's a certain obligation to not let the economy just like fall into chaos. And like, even though it's just, I know landlords are shitty people, but just like live up to the responsibilities we committed to. Mm. So I'm like on team pay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm on team landlord. (laughs) I'm on the side of the 1%. (laughs) Guys, we're we're going to wrap this up. We were supposed to be doing 30 minute episodes. I think this has been about an hour. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. Well, that's, I mean, that's, but that's because we love you the most, Ahmed. And we love Ahmed the most. Love you guys. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, well, this is your part, MK. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ahmed, where can folks find you on the social meds? Hey, just type my name in, baby. A H A M E D Weinberg. Nice. Simon, where can love folks it. find you? Uh, you know, add Simon Gibson on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, hey, I put a I put an hour long thing. It's unlisted on YouTube. If you Venmo or PayPal me any amount of money, I will send you the link. And I'm sending half of the money, whatever I get, to the LA Regional Food Bank, which is uh, the branch of Feeding America. Uh, I made that pledge when I was wasted, and I can't go back on it. So uh, you know, I, I'm a good person, uh, I guess. <laughs> MK, where can folks find you? At MK Paulson on uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we do have the live stream every Thursday night on Twitch at holdthephone.tv at 7.30 for Roommates for Life. Check us out there. We do have a Patreon uh, at patreon.com backslash roommates for life. That's R-O-O-M-M-A-T-E-S, the number four, L-Y-F-E. Check it out. And I think that's it. Hey, Simon. MK. I love you. I love you too. Ahmed, we love you too. Ahmed, we love you. You're perfect in every way. Thank you for sharing your experience. I love you both. I love you, mate.